Welcome to GovCast, connecting with federal IT's top decision makers. I'm your host, Sarah Seibert, and today we're joined by John Borsler, Chief Experience Officer at the Department of Veterans Affairs, who will tell us more about how his agency is creating exceptional digital services for veterans. Over the past few years, VA has seen new opportunities to improve its digital experience with the passage of the PACT Act, development of VA's new health and benefits mobile application, and release of President Biden's executive order on customer experience. Borsler will explain how all these factors are contributing to VA's overarching customer experience strategy and how the agency is leveraging lessons learned to improve future services. We'll also discuss what led him to his current role, how his time in the military contributed to his career path, and discuss how his experiences are helping to identify gaps and improve service delivery. Thank you so much for joining me today. No, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, so to kick off the episode, I'd like to dive a little deeper into your background. Sure. Could you tell us a little bit about your history and what led you to the VA in your current position? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I'm originally from Texas, so uh, apologize in advance for any howdies or y'alls that may uh, come out during the interview. But uh, joined the Marine Corps at an early age, like many of us do. Uh, served for several years, uh, especially during the height of the Iraq war and got deployed all over the world. Uh, came back and uh, was actually given the opportunity to uh, to serve on a, on a house, a member of the House of Representatives staff and got to really learn a lot more about the gaps in uh, services for veterans and, and for transitioning service members and their families, and then how to better address that really at the community level. So then I started working for the mayor of Houston, which is the, the city where I'm from, a small cow town in Texas, if some folks have heard about it. Um, but we were experiencing the highest volume of Iraq and Afghanistan veterans and their families returning to our area in the country. And so we built this essentially a system um, to ensure that we welcome them to our community as displaced workers, and, uh, and but um, and most importantly, connect them to the appropriate services. And that one thing led to another, served in a, a couple of different private sector and nonprofit and public sector roles uh, that included you know, a, a mixture between human-centered design, customer experience, user experience, and, te- and how that's applied through technology, and found myself uh, being uh, you know, contacted by this new administration, the Biden-Harris administration coming in. And, uh, and and got this incredible opportunity to serve at VA as the Chief Veterans Experience Officer. So it's been a, an incredible almost two years. That's great to hear. Yeah, congratulations on, you know, starting the new role. It's been amazing to watch all of the new services that uh, VA has rolled out and really making the digital experience uh, front of mind. Thank so you. what? Yeah. What are some of the innovative projects and programs you've been working on recently? Yeah, there's been uh, probably uh, too many to, to 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 continue to think about. I think we it's it's great because we have an opportunity to showcase a lot of what the work we've done uh, later on this afternoon at a Senate Veterans Affairs Committee hearing. So I've been pre- preparing for that, but especially as we think about the the launch of the or the the signing of the PACT Act. So this is the um, you know, promise to address comprehensive toxics, uh, toxic exposures, burn pits, Agent Orange, you know, depleted uranium that veterans may have been exposed to in their service around the world and throughout 
many different generations of veterans. We want to make sure that all, all of our customer personas, whether those are Vietnam veterans that are more comfortable, um, you know, call, calling our contact center, um, or younger Iraq and Afghanistan veterans, even you know, Gen Zers that are coming out of the military that consume everything on in a mobile ecosystem or on on VA.gov, our, our digital front door, making sure that they have wonderful experiences. So one. A recent project that we got to um, announce was the the integration of two of our tier one hot, uh, uh, contact centers, which really gave us more capacity on the backstage of of how we're preparing for the influx of new customers from the PACT Act and 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 those seeking uh, benefits and care for their toxic exposures. But more on the front side, the front stage, it's much easier for customers to remember one number, 1-800-MY-VA-411, and then press nine if they need to share concerns or, or press zero if they need to talk to one of our contact centers uh, or contact representatives, and then be able to be connected to all the different pieces of the enterprise. So that that we've seen an incredible response from our customers uh, by, by doing that. And, uh, using not only the 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 single front door on the telephonic side, but also chatbot integration. You know, we're pulling all of the subject matter expertise on answering specific questions around uh, PACT Act and around toxic exposure benefits and care, and we're putting that all into the brain that feeds the the chatbot. So veterans are and their families are able to go on twenty four seven and not only call and talk to somebody, but also go online and get those answers if that's more convenient for them. We've also hit 1 million users on our mobile app, our flagship mobile app. So thank you. I know y'all have probably heard about that on this show before. Yeah. Um, and it's something that came through the, the, the human-centered design insights that we gleaned from our customers asking for everything to be in one place, where they, want, they wanted to message their clinical providers or, or find out more information about their upcoming appointments or view all of their letters or records or check on the status of a, a disability claim or help uh, get uh, help filing a disability claim. All of these different experiences we're we're putting into this mobile application. So we're we're very excited to celebrate the great work of our chief technology officers team and and in partnership with many other elements of the enterprise to to really reach I think that younger population of veterans which happen to trust us less. Uh, so veterans age twenty to twenty nine, aged and age thirty to thirty nine. So those younger millennials, those Gen Zers. Don't don't trust VA as much as veterans over 40, 50, 60, and 70. So how can we take the, the lessons learned and best practices for the older generations of veterans that love VA, that trust VA to deliver the care and benefits that they have earned to those younger populations? And I think digital mobile experiences is the way forward. Yeah, that's great to hear. And congratulations. I remember watching the demo of the app when you hard launched it a few months ago, and I could not believe how amazing it was. Like you consolidated everything you need on an application. So that's awesome. I love watching how, you know, you continue to grow that. Yeah. And, and same here. And I think my job is to be the the, the cheerleader and uh, and the the and and to make sure more veterans are experiencing it and uh, the, and we're working like I said hand in hand with Charles Worthington and Kurt Delbene and and their incredible teams over at our OINT and CTO shop. Yeah, I look forward to watching how that continues to grow. Thanks. Yeah. So how are you collaborating with VA's leadership? You mentioned the CTO and CIO, but across the board to help achieve greater access, outcomes, and experiences for veterans. 
Now that thank, thanks so much. I, I think uh, using our V signals or veteran signals survey platform, it gives us that real time voice of the customer. So millions of surveys taken uh, uh, throughout the year across all 140 different business lines here at VA, ranging from healthcare to benefits to memorial services and beyond. Those that that voice of the customer is consistently relayed to senior leadership, not only on a weekly dashboard that we put together. But just this morning, I was relaying updated survey analytics from our PACDAC specific survey. So what veter how veterans were finding out about PACDAC toxic exposure benefits and care, you know, what what modalities they preferred to consume that information, um, how, what was their experience and understanding what that voice of the customer is will allow us to improve the process and improve the way that programs are deployed now and in the future. So and it's also helping senior leadership. So the secretary, the deputy secretary, the assistant secretaries and undersecretaries really make, you know, pivotal strategic level decisions using that quantitative and qualitative data. So we're doing a number of human-centered design sprints, once again, on improving the transition experience, that, that sometimes difficult transition from military to civilian life and understanding the pain points, the bright spots, the moments that matter along that very pivotal um, customer journey and improving that, increasing enrollment, increasing trust, as well as, you know, thinking about that compensation service, so that uh, uh, journey. So compensation, disability compensation, filing a claim with VA is one of the, the main front doors that veterans come through. And so how can we improve that experience so that they not only get connected to the health care that they have earned based on their disability rating, but also be connected to other programs like GI Bill education services or um, home loan guarantee or all of the incredible things that we offer here at VA. So it's more of the incorporating that kind of omni-channel customer experience and then delivering it to senior leaders who may not be as ingrained with uh, the voice of the customer, the customer experience and the employee experience, which has become a very important thing for us too. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, so as you're developing these strategies, how are you using President Biden's executive order on customer experience to inform where you're headed and guide some of those projects? Yeah, the the, the CXEO, as we call it, uh, the customer experience executive order has given us a tremendous amount of, uh, you know, excitement and opportunity to use the authorities that it gives federal agencies to work together across several different life experiences. So I, I kind of alluded to it earlier. We're now working with the Defense Department, the Department of Homeland Security, the Department of Labor, Department of Education, Department of Housing and Urban Development, as well as all six service branches, so six now including Space Force, to improve that customer journey and that sometimes difficult transition from military to civilian life. So 150,000 to 200,000 young men and women get out of the, the military every year and essentially become displaced workers because they're moving from Virginia to California or Missouri to Florida or Florida to Texas. And they need help in reconnecting uh, with that community and getting finding a job, finding a new identity, discovering a new identity in some ways, and then ensuring that their families are, are, are successfully settled. And there's a big role that VA plays in that because we're, we're, we have the largest integrated health system in the country. We have regional benefits offices and cemeteries all over the United States to serve them. But we, we want that better connective tissue. So we want to improve that customer experience. So there is that warm handoff and it's a more immersive experience that speaks to the younger populations that are in the military now and that will become our, our, our current and future customers for life. 
So across that life experience, that's really the, the, the customer experience executive order gives us the mobile and technological and digital experience um, authorities and, and, and dollars to, to improve that experience for these customers and then work with our, our sister agencies to ensure that we're seeing that jointness across the board and that they know that there's VA will be there for the rest of their, their life. That's great to hear that unified approach, I'm sure, will, you know, move the needle even further and having all of those other outside agencies backing you is great. So how are you scaling your four core capabilities, data, technology, tools, and engagement to deliver improved services for veterans? Yeah, no, thank, thanks for that question, too. And, and just a little bit more about the customer experience executive order and how this applies directly to our our, our tools and technology is the login.gov. I think login.gov is, is such a great new GSA product that we are enabling and promoting throughout the enterprise because it, I think it's going to help us, you know, when, when a service member, when somebody swears in to protect and defend the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, when they're 17 or 18 or 22 or 23 years old, they can, they can then get access to everything they need on, and on the military side and login.gov and then carry that through uh, not only with their experience with VA, but with IRS and social security and other federal agencies. So that's another great thing that the customer experience executive order gives us. And then our technology. So you mentioned our data tools, technology and engagement. So technology, we're scaling that off uh, that through login.gov, through the mobile experience with our partners at the CTO's office and CIO's team, um, as well as improving those digital experiences, making sure that we're getting that real-time feedback on VA.gov and how veterans are navigating to care and to benefits and information uh, so that they don't get lost in the shuffle. We're, we're also, like I said, integrating those two contact centers, which makes so much sense from a customer-facing perspective. We're also thinking about data sharing uh, with our state agencies, the so state departments of veterans affairs, state workforce uh, development agencies, um, sharing customer information when they elect to to the community that they're returning to. So there's a lot of really innovative stuff going on with technology in addition to the chatbot, uh, as I mentioned earlier. On the on the data side, you know, we are so busy, uh, you know, creating new surveys, refining our older surveys, thinking about how we can red team the, the V signals, the veteran signals, and now the employee signals, the e-signals, the capabilities. So we've asked our for-profit private sector CX um, best in class, uh, you know, counterparts to come in and red team it with us, as well as several former secretaries of Veterans Affairs who are very well versed in in these arenas to make sure that we're we're we're, we're on the right track and that we're we're thinking of we're taking a moment to step back and think about how we're deploying these these tools to glean better customer insights from our veterans and their families. So excited to do that and learn from them and and actually see what more of our private sector partners are doing and then apply. The lessons learned there. We're on the uh, on the the engagement side. We just relaunched all of our community veteran engagement boards and governors challenge teams under what we call the Vet Resources Community Network. So that's essentially you know having a quarterly community of practice with 500 plus partners in the field that really kind of act as another customer communications channel to advise senior leadership, whether that's at the facility level or at the enterprise level on how um, customers are experiencing VA programs and services um, uh, from the community perspective. So once again, just another 
uh, a customer, uh, another way of communicating with the customer. And then finally, on our tool side, we're training more VA staff than ever before. So we have um, expanded that team to say, this, this is the quantitative and qualitative customer data that we have. Now, when I go to a facility in Birmingham, Alabama, or San Francisco, California, and do a data deep dive saying, you know, you're, you're doing really well in these areas, you could use some additional help in these areas, in this area, we really need to work on. And we deploy our teams who are our customer experience strategists to go out there and provide our own the moment training, our signature customer experience training, um, our I care, I, I care core values training, or our tour of duty, uh, you know, military cultural competency training to really, and then we can see those scores tick up over the next, the following quarters. And so it's really almost like functioning like a consulting firm inside of VA, where we deploy these experts and then help and watch them, you know, hand in hand over the next few months. So we've seen a lot of great success over that. That's great to hear. And yeah, using that data, breaking down the silos to improve decision making, I think, you know, is what we all want to work towards. So congrats on making progress in that area. Thanks. Uh, so what are some of the top successes you've had since starting the position you mentioned you're coming up on your two-year mark? Yes. Yeah, I, it, I can't believe it. Um, it feels like it's been um, more than two years, of course, but uh, it, in a good way. I think that um, we've had some incredible successes ranging from a lot of the items that I've kind of touched on here, um, but really thinking about what the opportunities that are in front of us, you know, as we think about um, new customer acquisition and improving trust among the younger populations. We're really thinking about um, deep diving into that in the future, and we're really excited about that. I'm, I'm, uh, I think most ex most excited about what we've uh, accomplished are really kind of ensuring that we, during COVID-19, you know, ensuring that we are measuring the vaccine experience because VA rolled out millions of vaccines to veterans and their families and they had such an incredible experience. So how can we learn from that? So deploying surveys and human-centered design to better understand that process, thinking about um, different applications and ways that we can uh, you know, better address that transitioning population. I think we've done now a year's worth of that work, and it's taken this, this long to kind of get to this point with another two years of work still ahead of us with our sister agencies, as they're referred to. I think we're forming that community veteran engagement model, as I mentioned, the Vet Resources Community Network, because, you know, the pandemic really hurt a lot of these community groups that helped advise the facility leaders and senior VA leaders. So how can we better support them? How can we better support the facilities, the VA medical centers, outpatient clinics and regional offices and cemeteries out in the field um, by better enabling uh, and, and, uh, these, these groups and ensuring that they have these partnerships uh, available to them? So there's there's tons of incredible work that I, I think the team has done, uh, and 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 what and a couple of other things in particular is our work with LGBTQ plus veterans and better understanding their journey, so that we can de design for better design for them and ensure that they have a world class customer experience. Minority veterans, uh, women veterans, ensuring that we understand what challenges and barriers and access to care that they have, and 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 thinking about the data in particular over the last few years, like telehealth has become one of the trusted mediums for especially women veterans and younger veterans that, that may not be able to tear away from family and work to, to go to a, an in-person appointment. So I think really ensuring that that experience is not only measured, but relayed to senior leadership 
so that we continue to invest in programs like that that enhance the customer experience. Right. Yeah, that sounds great. It sounds like you're using a lot of lessons learned to uh, inform your next steps. So I look forward to seeing how that grows. So moving forward, what will be a couple of your top goals? You mentioned a couple of them in uh, your last answer, but are there any like sticking top three goals that you'll be working toward? Absolutely. Yeah, I think, you know, the transition experience and improving that, that is going to definitely be one of them. And that, I think that includes a lot of the data sharing elements with State Departments of Veterans Affairs, I mentioned, as well as our Gen Z research and making sure that we're designing for our future customers that 90% of the current military forces are Gen Z. Uh, and, and a lot of our systems, a lot of government systems aren't necessarily, uh, under, they don't understand the needs and, and how to outreach to them and how they engage. Um, thinking about how can VA, how can we better arm our clinicians in the field and staff in the field with the ability to address the social determinants of health and health-related social needs? So all the services, social services outside of the four walls of VA. So a veteran, for example, it's difficult for them to get to their next appointment if they have food security issues or transportation access issues or legal issues or employment issues. How can we better engage the networks that we've built in the field to refer, securely refer those veterans out to those services so that they can come back to their next appointment and achieve greater health and economic outcomes. So there's a big integrated project team that's now being set up you know, under the leadership of our undersecretaries of health and benefits to really make sure that we're thinking about better data interoperability within VA and then data interoperability uh, for on behalf of our customers with our, our outside partners to really, in my view, bring a much more comprehensive, unified customer experience. Because if the government really only provides A, B, and C really well, but the customer needs D through Z, and that D through Z is provided by local and state government, social service agencies, how do we how do we solve for that? How do we better enable our, our clinicians in the field? So we're thinking really creatively about that with our partners at Health and Human Services and many others. So lots of really neat things that I think can bring a better omni-channel customer experience. Yeah, that's really exciting. And thank you so much for joining me today to dive into some of those projects you'll be working on. Uh, it's been great to have you on the show, and I can't wait to watch uh, how you'll continue to transform VA. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Sarah, and have an awesome day. GovCast, along with CyberCast and HealthCast, is a production of GovCIO Media and Research. For more podcasts and to check out the other shows, head to govciomedia.com. Watch out for new episodes released every Tuesday and Wednesday across our shows. You can follow all of them in your favorite podcast platform. And if you like what you heard, make sure to let us know by leaving a review. And if you have any topics you think we should look into, contact us at newsletter at gcio.com.